That is right, none taken. I am your host, Easton Moore, and this is the Movie Moron Podcast, and I am the Movie Moron. Mr. Bergen, do you have a massive erection? Yes. Yes. That, no, actually, no, I didn't do it in this movie. It you really, didn't. It really wanted me to. <laughs> it did. But I could not. I'm sure some As, people had massive erections in this movie. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sure. People really liked seven foot five Idris Elba. Oof. But Oof. That wasn't really doing it for me enough. Um uh but yeah, uh with me uh to my right. Uh it's just us two today. It's just us two. Um but yeah, to my right is our practical co host and Trevor Landreth himself. I didn't understand that at it all. Smells like Bigfoot's dick. Oh, what's that from? Uh, I don't really remember, but it's a comedy. <laughs> of course, uh, it's it's somebody like I didn't expect it to be. From it's something like, a... like like it's just people like hurling insults at someone, and like you oh. hear somebody in the background saying it smells like Bigfoot's dick. Oh, and it was another. I, I felt like that fit with a certain scene. Um, <laughs> if if you've seen the movie that we're doing, we're doing three thousand years of longing. If you've seen the movie, there might be a Anchorman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, both both quotes from Anchorman. Oh, great. Um, but yeah, if you've seen the movie, y- you should probably know what that might be referencing. Both of these are kind of referencing, but I don't know that I do. We'll get into it, and you will. And I'll remember. I think you'll agree. Oh, great. Uh, well, maybe. Uh, we'll see. Uh, so, yeah, this week uh, we're doing 3,000 Years of Longing. We thought about doing uh, a honk for Jesus. Save um, your soul. Yeah, but it looked dumb as fuck, I'm being honest. <laughs> I didn't see any trailers for it. I saw multiple, and every single one of them was stupid. It also seemed like a... I don't know if it seemed like anti-religious, but it was definitely playing off of like pastors not like being like real, just yeah. kind of doing it and like getting in scandals and stuff which is real like that's a real thing that happens but this is a comedic version of it uh i don't know i shouldn't judge a movie without seeing it it was also about like it was black pastors that also made it like a little bit worse Hmm. if if my perception of what the movie Mm, like from what if, if the trailers are what it it made it out to be of pastors like lying and getting into scandals right whatever and then like you i don't know i don't it just felt it felt really weird sure yeah and i then you say also it didn't seem like anybody was watching it no no we uh we went and watched this movie three thousand years of longing because trevor would not shut up about asking me to go watch this movie with him on sunday at twelve thirty in the afternoon rude i just wanted to see if you wanted to go with me <laughs> and you weren't answering so um but overall i'm glad i did uh, it wasn't that I didn't want to. It was that uh, we didn't know what the hell was happening. Yeah. Um. And then we got it worked out where I uh, we could go watch it together. And then we watched it. I at least enjoyed it for the most part. And then uh, this week we're going to go watch Hunk for Jesus. Hunk? Hunk? For Jesus. <laughs> and uh, we just did not really want to. We also had a really busy weekend. It was a really busy weekend. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 
Uh, we had a wedding in the family. We did have a wedding. Um, which two of the people on the podcast, well, two people that are normally on the podcast, you and my wife Tristan, were mm-hmm. both in the wedding. So you guys had rehearsal dinners, and then mm-hmm. you had uh, the actual wedding. The, yep. I mean, Tristan was there from 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, until, Tristan was way more involved than I was. Yeah. Um, but it made it really hard to go watch a movie in theater, and then like we were could possibly have done it today. Mm-hmm. And I think we we're everybody was just like, that just does not, it doesn't seem like a good <laughs> enough movie to try to force it. Right. And we've already seen this movie that I felt like was at least decent. Yeah. And I would be willing to recommend to our listeners, which I don't know if that would have been the case for the other movie. Right. So, and more people are watching this. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> do this. So we're doing a review on 3,000 Years of Longing. Uh, before we get into the actual episode, uh, like I will do every episode until we finally get to the festival, I want to promote the uh, uh, Tallgrass Film Festival, which <laughs> is the very end of this month. It is the uh, 29th through the 2nd. Something like that. Yep. It's definitely the 2nd, but I think it might be 28th or 29th. Yeah, they uh, they do some like preliminary stuff. It's yeah, preliminary yeah. stuff on Wednesday, and then like the it really gets going on Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So uh, we are promoting that. We are going to be there and be watching all the movies, and we want to encourage all of you guys uh, to just go check it out. If you've never been to a film festival, it's a uh, it's a cool thing to go to. You get to meet people that you would never meet uh, in any other circumstance. Uh, you get to see movies that. Uh, are legitimately impossible to watch. Yeah. Uh, and you may think, like, okay, well, they're not being seen because they're not good. That's not the case. It's just people make a lot of movies, and it's hard to get those movies seen. Uh, mm. And this is a cool way to get to see some of those movies that uh, other people are not going to be able to. You're going to like some, and you're not going to like other ones. It's totally a wide range of uh, movies and themes. And, um, yeah, I just want to encourage you guys to try it. Uh, we'll be there. We'll be watching a bunch. Uh, there's there's a ton of stuff. There's a schedule out. They released the whole entire film stuff mm-hmm. uh, last week, uh, so you can kind of. We're planning on planning our week there pretty soon. So, uh, yep. anyways, uh, just promoting that uh, because uh, we want you guys to support the local uh, Wichita stuff, yeah. uh, and that is uh, that's local Wichita stuff. If I might also, uh, this Ed? Friday, yeah. yeah, this Friday, um, there's a local movie that was filmed like in Texas and Oklahoma and Kansas and Colorado and the Dakotas called The Contested Plains that's playing at the Orpheum um, this Friday at 7.30, I believe. But so, Yeah. Yeah, and it only has limited showings. I think, I think like every second week it's showing somewhere else. So a couple weeks ago it premiered in Texas mm. and then this week it'll be in Kansas and I think it'll be in Oklahoma in another couple of weeks. Sweet. Which as of right now, Tristan and I plan on going and watching. Cool. Uh, yeah. Barring anything weird happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, just uh, we, we wanted to promote that cause we're going to be there uh, and we're going to do a whole entire episode on it. Um, so whether you go or not, tune into the episode. If oh, you wanna... tall grass. Yeah. Tall grass. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, saying I wanted to promote that uh, because we're going to be there. We're going to be uh, reviewing it. And whether you go or not, uh, I, our discussion on it will be something cool to be able to listen to. If you've never been to a film festival before, yeah. um, you'll get to hear us kind of talk about that experience. Uh, and if you go, you get to hear us talk about some of the movies that you may or may not have watched because there's a lot. It's yeah. five full days of movies. 
Um, oh, it's like heaven on earth. I know, right? Uh, you really get to pat your uh, letterbox numbers. <laughs> yeah, right. You get to uh, see that one week shoot up for that. It's the, the real year. reason yeah. why I go to <laughs> film festivals. Yeah. No, I'm uh, yeah, half kidding. I definitely love seeing all the all the local stuff uh, oh. and some stuff like uh, even at, when we went to Doc Sunback, there was some international stuff that I would have never saw otherwise. Yeah, um, that were really interesting. Um, so. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, you want to promote that because you know some people in it. Mm, and, yeah, contested points, and it's uh, and it's local, so uh, we have a little bit of a local audience here. So, uh, yeah, thanks for shouting that out. But uh, we can get uh, onto the episode here. It'll probably be pretty quick because we saw this one week ago. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but uh, I don't remember all the very finite details of this movie. Yeah. But I remember what I liked, what I disliked. And stuff like that, yeah. but um, very different re- reviewing a movie twenty five minutes after you see it. <laughs> and a week. what's what's a week times twenty four? Yeah, yeah. Well, however yeah. long that is. Yeah, uh, very different. But uh, yeah, we just wanted to be able to get an episode out for you. And um, a spoiler here, uh, not of the movie, but of my review. This is at least something that would be. Willing to half recommend, and I don't know if that would have been the case on the other movie. So, mm, right, Trevor, what were your uh, general thoughts on Three Thousand Years of Longing? <laughs> I had, I didn't, I don't know if I had high expectations, but I definitely was looking forward to this. Um, I thought, I mean, you have the poster pulled up right now. I thought the poster looked really intriguing. Um, I think I saw a trailer for it, maybe, and I remember enjoying it and being interested in it. And it definitely met expectations. I I was worried it was going to be bad, um, and then when it got in, it it trucked along just fine, and I really enjoyed my time with it. I thought Idris Elba was great. Um, Tilda Sweeney, I think, is her name. The, the yeah. female actress. Yeah, I thought she was uh, Swinton. Swinton. Yeah. Um, it's nice to see her in a role where she's not playing some kind of like witch? abnormal alien or a witch yeah. or an ancient being of some kind. It's nice to see her playing just a normal human being. She um, should not have played in Doctor Strange. Yeah. That was a very bad decision. But yeah, I I I don't know if I necessarily enjoyed their chemistry, but I also don't know if I was supposed to just with kind of the way the third act No, goes. that was the point. Yeah. 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 Totally agree. Yeah, but I thought I, Idris Elba. I I know he's British, but he seemed to develop his like own accent for this. It was this very because he talks in like Arabic for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, supposed this to be too. some sort of uh, Middle Eastern god. Yeah, it's it's like a combination of like it kind of like it reminds me of what a uh, what Chadwick Boseman did for when he was developing the accent for Black Panther. He he tried to develop an accent that resembled like it was just a tangent of well he he said if 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 uh african communities were not colonized by white settlers what would that what would an english accent sound like with that and so this kind of gave me that same vibe of like what would a genie of 3000 years old what what like what would he sound like um but yeah no i really enjoyed my time with this thought the music could have been used. I was a little disappointed in the music. I was hoping they'd do a little bit more Middle Eastern influenced mm. stuff. And it like was pretty un- that. Do what? I feel like they had a bit. They did yeah. A, yeah, I think toward the beginning. Yeah. With the first person he interacts with, but um I feel like I, I could personally I could have used way more 
I think it would have been more you impactful. You just really love Middle Eastern music? I really do, man. Okay. World music is so cool, and Americans could get, could, couldn't give less of a crap about it. And it's there's so much cool stuff out there, man. You still need to watch The 13th Warrior. Maybe you'd respect it in that one. Maybe. Yeah. So Japanese, right? <laughs> no. I didn't mean to chuckle there. My bad. Uh, it's uh, it's about a Muslim man that... Uh, I think I'm getting 13th Warrior and Last Samurai yes, confused. Yeah, you will. yeah, It's a Muslim man that gets intertwined within uh, Viking culture. So uh-huh. you, kinda, you, you hear a lot of uh, Middle Eastern culture and, and music and stuff at the beginning. And then it kinda, That's cool. Uh, has a tangent. I'm going to add that to my watch list. I've, I own it. I started with Graham and fell asleep within the first 25 minutes, as I normally do when Graham comes over to watch a movie with me. <laughs> um, Because we talk too long, and then we don't start the movie until like 11.30 or whatever, and I've already had uh, 12 cocktails. So, <laughs> um, love those cocktails, man. Similar to tonight, because someone decided to... Yeah, I was have real some late. rehearsals or whatever. I know. Yeah, this is a eleven thirty three podcast. So welcome to the late night movie moron. You'll let us know how you feel about that. That sounded more creepy than I intended it to. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for like late night DJ. And it did not come across <laughs> that way. <laughs> um. So my uh, like initial, uh, I don't know thoughts going into the movie was this looked like absolute hot garbage. Oof. Um. Because I saw a trailer from it when, for it when we were in Maine. Mm. Uh, we watched Fall, and I saw a trailer for it, and then I think I, we saw another tra- trailer for it when we watched Beast. And I guess both in Maine. <laughs> and it, like, it looked really, really, really bad. It yeah. just looked like they didn't know really what they wanted to do. Uh, it Like, it did not... Give the same, like, vibe that the movie did. Sure. Uh, I don't know really what vibe I remember from the main, <laughs> like, trailer. Garbage. Um, Garbage was the vibe. But I was definitely like, this looks really stupid. Yeah. Like, this looks like a gimmick genie movie. Um, with why the hell is Idris Elba... Uh, Idris Elba... Yeah, I- I- Idris, 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 Idris Elba. Okay, yeah, I was right the first time. Idris yeah. Elba, why, why is he in this? And why did he just do Beast? <laughs> and then one week later, this comes out. Like, why is he doing two absolutely, like, weird, fairly stupid movies back to back? But then once I finally watched it, once we got past, like, the first, I think, 15 minutes, I started really enjoying the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, So my general thoughts was it was actually much better than what I thought it was going to be. Um, and I thought, uh, I don't think anyone necessarily did a great job when it comes to like an acting standpoint because our two main actors aren't even like very heavily put in the movie. Like there's a lot of, uh, flashbacks and stuff that are happening, which I think is the, um, the best part of the movie is when they're going back and telling the history of, of our characters. Um, and like they're there, but they're not the focus of that of those scenes. And although the people that are there aren't like major actors or anything, those are the most entertaining parts of the movie, and they're the most like intriguing parts. Um, I thought there were some really good uh, philosophical discussions uh, and intellect intellectual discussions happening between Idris Elba 
and uh, Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Um, which their two in person or in movie names were Athena. Athena. Never mind. It's <laughs> Illithes. Yeah, it's something. It's something weird. Yeah, I, it's I weird. need to see how it's spelled. And then Dijon. Jin. Jin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I'm just gonna stick with uh, Idris Elba and <laughs> Tilda. Um. So like there were some uh there were some really like interesting discussions between those two mm-hmm. uh between the uh the flashbacks and storylines and stuff. I think you're right. I think it is Alethea. Yeah. That's such a weird, weird name. name. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't like they don't say it very often. Yeah. In the movie, so it's it's hard to pronounce it later. Yeah. A week later when <laughs> it wasn't told to you 25 times. Right. I should have got Jan cuz that, <laughs> that was told up that was that was said a billion times. Yeah, and that's what he was exclusively and that's a common I mean people talk about that. Yeah. Um so I really did enjoy the discussions that they had together. Uh but it wasn't like any kind of f- fantastic acting between the two of them. It was sure. just very interesting dialogue. Um which just means that the the writers did a good job with uh with the dialogue of the two characters and making a interesting uh take on a genie's story. Yeah. And I think that at the core of the movie at the core of the movie it is a genie movie. Mm-hmm. Uh and those are pretty boring or maybe like repetitive at this point. Yeah. yeah. And I think we all know how it works. We all know the rules. Yeah. And this movie plays into that. Yeah. And then decides to do something slightly different with that and like show the full story of it um and it, it it doesn't do anything like it does things different but it's not like so absolutely different i, I don't know like yeah i think Al- aladdin still like has some of the same com- yes. com- yeah, it, yeah. it still has some of the same commentary yeah but this does a better job of making it of a more realistic like uh grounded version of that yeah um yeah, so like it, it, very interesting and not like cliche or anything. Uh, they like play into the cliche ness, which is interesting. Yeah. So I hope I didn't say the same thing twelve times. I don't think you did. Um. Yeah. Th- I think the one big difference bet- with the this genie versus like what we typically know is, uh, the one of the rules has changed. I think in Disney's Aladdin, the rule is you you can't make anybody fall in love. Yeah. Can't bring people back from the dead. Can't wish for more wishes. I think in this one, it's can't bring people back from the dead, can't wish for wishes, and I don't remember what his changed role was. And it might have been something like in regards to like seeing the future or seeing the past, something no. like that. I don't remember. Uh, it's not super important, but that's the only, you know, you're talking about having a fresh, kind of a fresh take on an old trope. I thought they did a pretty good job with that. And they talk about what it's like. Um, she's pretty resistant um, because she talks about like every every story ever told of somebody with three wishes always goes awry, and I like that they kind of pick that apart a little bit, and that's a consistent theme throughout the movie that they kind of keep coming back to. So I definitely enjoyed that. I'm trying to find. The, I know I'm kind of watching. <laughs> I was gonna I'm say trying any to luck find there. the rules. <laughs> It's not super important if you can't. I don't, I don't want you to get super sucked into it. But I yeah, and I like the uh it's not 
it's not the typical genie like foggy cloudy design like he's got scales for pants which i thought was cool they uh this isn't really a spoiler they talk about how he's made of electromagnetic fields where humans are made of where humans are made of dust which is cool because when he does come out of his container the like stuff catches on fire around him as he does that but i like the crimped ears i like the red on his palms um except i know we talked a little bit about this last week that red spot on his chin looked like exposed muscle to me (laughs) every single time i saw it that's I think it was supposed to be like a design like the fit with his palms, but every single time I saw it, I was like, and it also looked off center to me. I don't know that you felt the same way though. What didn't feel the same? The little spot he had on his chin. I thought it. I thought it looked off center. Oh yeah, yeah, and I did not think it felt yeah. off center. Off center. Yeah. No, I I can't find what the rules are, and that's so stupid. I feel like that would be like the number one thing. Like yeah. Because uh, everything that you ever read about everything is like the the rules of wishes. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's literally just everything is just what are the three things that she wished for? Mm. It's like that's. We remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> this other thing was like. It said, helps like push once. the movie along. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like one of them. I mean, obviously, in every single genie movie, the wishes are going to be the pivotal part of. Right. Story. That's yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we can move on to spoilers here pretty quickly. But uh, um, would you recommend this? I was trying to think if there's anything generally that I wanted to talk about uh, before I got into dialogue. The spoiler. Well, I already talked Setting. about most of those developments. Um, Costumes. Makeup. Graphic effects. There's some uh, forewarning here. There's a shit ton of nudity. Lots of nudity. Yeah. Uh, Lots that of is, tiggle bitties. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's big old titties, if if you didn't translate. I will translate for you. Um, yeah, I did not expect that going into this movie. There was nothing that was uh, telling... If, nothing kind of showed you that in the trailer that, oh, hey, by the way, there's going to be some... A, a lot of a lot <laughs> a lot of tits at, at least 12 on the screen at one point yeah are you talking about like pairs of tits or single individuals tits? okay yeah so six pair 12 altogether not yeah it's definitely north of that i think there oh, may have been eight to ten yeah <sighs> so many yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh and then other than that like there were other times where there were also just tits <laughs> yeah i don't know if there was dick I want to say no. Yeah. Is there a butt? I think there's a butt. There's probably a butt. Yeah. So no Idris Elba dick. Sorry, sorry, ladies. Sorry, ladies. You don't get to see fake Idris Elba. You don't get to see his fake dick. Because <laughs> I can't show it to you It'll on give screen. Get an X rating. Can't yep. have that. We gotta we gotta see this love story unfold. Yep. Unfold. You gotta wait unfold. for. Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with me? It's uh, 11.45. That's what's wrong with you. You got to wait for Blonde to see real dick. Oh, yeah? I don't really know. Is Warning. That, that, is that Greta Gerwig? I don't know if it's Greta Gerwig. Oh, no. She's doing Barbie. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, oh, Blonde is Mar- the Marilyn Monroe yeah. biopic. Okay, it's on right. Netflix. It's already got an N17 rating. It's on Netflix right now. No, oh. like it's releasing on Netflix. Oh. It's a Netflix original. I thought it was a home, or I thought it was a theatrical release. Nope. Oh, that's lame. Or else it would not have. They pro- they would have restricted it more mm. than likely. But yeah, N17 rating. Uh, there's already uh, rumors that there's a full vagina pan shot. So, oof. And they almost really going for it this year. I guess she, she likes being naked on screen. I don't. I wonder she. Hmm, I don't know. Um. Let me. What are you? What you doing? What's happening over there? I feel like she's one of those like model turned actresses. Oh I, yeah, I really don't know, but I know that. Uh, yeah, she was uh, full on naked in Blade Runner, uh, No Time to Die, I believe. No, she didn't get naked in that. Uh, Knives Out, I don't think she did. But Deep Water and Blade Runner twenty forty nine, blonde. She will obviously be getting naked in. I think she was naked in Knock Knock. Um, I yeah. forget she was in The Gray Man. She was a major character. I know, but she looked way different. I think of her from like really? No Time to Die. Yeah. She was. I really liked her in No Time to Die. I really like her in general. I think she's a great actress, but she seems to pick roles where she gets naked on screen. Hmm. I mean, hey, hey, I guess like they say in the producers, if you got it, flaunt it. She I'm, I shouldn't say anything more, I guess. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. no eat yourself a dick. That was the point of that. Sorry, ladies. Yep. Sorry, ladies. You don't get seven foot five, Ooh. more than likely. He's tall on this. 11 inch dick. <laughs> Genie's dick. What do you. <laughs> the, the Lovecraft dick. <laughs> there is some r- r- really weird mythological stuff in this movie. Yeah. Um, so be aware for, like, I don't know about witchcraft or. I don't know. Some like, kind of magic It's This is definitely a not realistic uh, Earth. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And like humans are able to just summon and do things. And mm-hmm. uh, there's definitely. A, uh, yeah. Yeah. And humans there's some... having sex with gods and 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 God slash. Uh, I don't know. Eternal beings like wanting each other and seducing mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. Some. A lot of weird stuff that I wasn't really like knowledgeable of beforehand, and I, that doesn't matter. So there, there's a caveat. It doesn't matter if you don't know them. It's just very weird. And once you like, you realize, okay, well, none of this is like. Assume that none of this is accurate history, and just have fun with a story that's being told to you. I think you'll have more fun. So recommendations, Trevor. Yeah, I do. Um, I think yeah, you should definitely know what you're getting yourself into. Like, this is a lot of a lot of nudity. Um, uh, I don't know if there was any particular time where I was like uncomfortable. No, no. Yeah. No. Well, so. the the locking in the room stuff with the prince and the boobs. Yeah, that's and that's the part that was that's the only time I'm really thinking of is that stuff. Yeah, but it makes that, no, sense, it's, but it's definitely a little uncomfortable. Yeah, but it's but it, but it's not. It's, it's explained. Yeah. 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 Yeah, trying to sire an heir or something like yeah. that. But spoil- yeah. Sorry. Well, spoiler there. No, I don't <laughs> think anybody will understand that until they get there. 
Um, I also do recommend it, but I do think this is something you can wait until it comes out on a streaming service. Um, it's definitely not a theater-worthy movie. The theater experience doesn't get you much, yeah. in my opinion. And I'm curious. We, uh, the I think the the computer graphics look really good on Idris yes. Elba, and I think it suffers in a plethora other of other places. Yeah. So yeah. maybe this would be better to watch on a smaller screen where it's not so blatantly obvious. Yeah, but also I wonder if you can really see the particle stuff that they do with mm, Idris Elba if it's not a, a big screen. screen. Not that it yeah. matters. At the end, it's of just the day. a little touch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I like <laughs> this isn't anything you need to rush to the movies to see. But I think there's some interesting commentary on what you would do um, with your life if you had. If you had wishes. You had wishes, yeah. Um, and I think it's also a uh, really good commentary on feminism um, because our main character is a very hardcore feminist mm-hmm. and that's kind of how the wishes play into it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a good commentary on how like women see them. like that. that this isn't for every feminist or whatever, but right. how she sees herself and how a lot of people, uh, women, see themselves in their workplace. Yeah, and kind of and self-value their self-worth. Yeah, well, which is totally fine, and I think it kind of deconstructs it a little bit uh, and kind of breaks down that ego, uh, which is totally fine because men's ego need to be broken down too at some point. <laughs> right. So, yeah, um, and so I, like I said, I think there's some good commentary there, uh, and it's played well, and there's really good dialogue and discussion said mm-hmm. in the movie, uh, where at the beginning I thought it was going one way, uh, and instead of like leaning into it, they allow a free discussion to be had, yeah. and I think it, I really enjoyed that. So, um, so overall, I do I do recommend it, but it's it's definitely a slower film. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of interesting things that happen, but it's it's really fast um, because you're going through thousands of years and that's definitely the most exciting part yes. of it yeah. the the 20 minutes to an hour and 20 minutes are probably the most interesting part yeah. of the movie and then you get your uh you get what the um the directors like what they what they wanted the meaning of the movie to mm-hmm. be in the last 25 minutes I think this is the same guy that directed Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, that is very weird. I would yeah. not have <laughs> expected that. But he definitely had it a he definitely had a yeah. purpose. <laughs> he definitely had a purpose and he had something he wanted to say with the film and it, he got that out in the last 25 minutes. It was entertaining and then he kind of got uh got the point across uh and everything that happens before that makes sense to lead up to that point. So let me give you this, some of this guy's uh, Ooh. filmography he's okay. done. Okay, so he's done all the Mad Max movies. He did he did um, Thunderdome, Thunderdome, and, yeah. and yeah, the original and the new one, Fury Road, um, and then something called Mad Max: The Wasteland. I wonder if that's was a supposed sequel or something. He also did the Twilight Zone movie, um, where that helicopter crashed and killed all those children. Um, he did Happy Feet. Yeah. And he did Babe, Pig in the City. What is what's this? What, 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 what even is this guy? <laughs> this is. Oh, you got a picture of him, too. This is the weirdest filmography I've ever seen in my life. Right. <laughs> like, you got 
the, weird... Oh, the Witches of Eastwick. I've heard of that. Yeah. You got you got action apocalypse movies from the eighties to now. Stupid sci like not stupid sci fi, but crazy sci fi. Mm. Happy feet. The <laughs> wildest like what the fuck am I watching kids movie of all time. Dude, I love Happy Feet. And then the P- Babe sequel. <laughs> I think that's the Babe sequel, right? Uh, Pig in the City? Yeah, yeah I think you're yeah, right. Yeah. Like, why did that get a sequel? <laughs> and this guy decided to direct it. And then this. He's also got a movie called 40,000 Years of Dreaming, as opposed to 3,000 Years of Longing. Uh, he's not a director of that, is he, though? Of what? 40,000? Yeah. He says he is. Are you sure you're not looking at a producer? Pretty sure. Directed by George Miller. That's what we're looking at. What? Yeah. Well, he's not. It's not on my letterbox. Uh, this one. Yeah, that's there. It's on the bottom. Fourth row, second one in. Oh, I saw the Century of Cinema. <laughs> the big text, if the, because you guys can't see the big text across the poster is the Century of Cinema. Ah. The very small text at the very <laughs> top are forty thousand years of dreaming. Yeah. Is Thunderdome? No, not e- not even on the top. It literally is on the very bottom. On the very bottom of the poster, <laughs> in like three point font, is forty thousand years of dreaming. Good gracious! This is like uh, uh, Edge of Tomorrow marketing bad. Sorry if you guys don't know Edge of Tomorrow. Mm, they marketed yeah. themselves as uh, live. Uh, they marketed them. They they marketed the movie as. Edge of Tomorrow, and then when it released, the poster said "Live, Die, Repeat." <laughs> so, no, so when you went to go to the movies, yeah. the movie was called, uh, I think it was called "Edge of Tomorrow," but like the tagline was "Live, Die, Repeat." Uh, so, like when when you were watching a trailer, mm-hmm. like your post, the posters always said "Live, Die, Repeat." Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. But then, so like you watch a trailer, you're looking for that movie. And it wasn't there. Right. And you saw the poster and you went to go see it and you didn't see like, so yeah, yeah. it was like terrible marketing because huh. you had like the slogan and the title different mm-hmm. and you marketed the slogan and not the title. So yeah, anyways, huh. um, we'll stop uh, blabbering here yeah. uh, and we'll do a fast uh, spoiler part of the review right after this break sponsor of today's episode is newsly for the first time ever the entire web becomes listenable all in one place newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for ios and android it picks up the most trending articles on the web and topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a nice voice you can browse articles from topics you choose and start playing so you can stop scrolling and start listening you can follow any topics uh like sports tech business, science, Bitcoin, or even the Kardashians. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you out loud. And they have podcasts as well, exploring trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Our podcast, The Movie Moron, is there too. I started using it as my default podcast app lately, and they even have digital radio. Uh, Download and use Newsly for free now at www.newsly.me or from the link in the description and use promo code T-H-E-M-M that I will also put in the description and receive a one-month free premium subscription service. So, download the Newsly app now. All right, and we are back. We're back. 
after that short little break. It was a short little break. Yeah, for us, that was like five seconds. It was. Shortest break we've ever had. Uh, and that was also the weakest uh, we're back I've ever heard you say. Oh. It is 12 o'clock up it's in here. Probably because I had that weird little squeal before. <laughs> so my voice <laughs> wasn't ready for it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're just going to we're gonna talk about spoilers um, of this movie. It probably won't take too long. I don't know. We'll see. I also thought the spoiler for you was going to be like 12 minutes. So. Oh, whoops. Well, we also talked about some other stuff before that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, spoiler spoiler stuff. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about um this. I <laughs> uh, we haven't actually talked about this movie, so I'm interested to hear the scenes that popped out to you. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed how the genie uh, or the gin, sorry, appears. I like that he's massive and like doesn't know what to do with himself. That was interesting. Yeah, and then... I do like that he was Jin and on Genie and the story yeah. of how he became a quote-unquote Genie. Mm-hmm. I was a little bummed they didn't... So there's a there's a pretty famous Middle Eastern tale. Uh, I think it's called the, the Night of a Thousand and One Tales um, where a, a princess spares her or helps save her life by by... Um, distracting the king so he doesn't kill her by telling him a thousand and one tales. And one of the tales she tells is Aladdin. And so I thought he was going to, he was get, one of the women that he was with was going to be Shahrazad, which is another story that she tells. Um, I thought that would have been cool, but didn't get it, and that's okay. Uh, the the take on the fictional take on historical characters was interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, all those stories really are what captured me. And I was so captivated up until the time when they go to London, uh, when they go back to London. Yeah. But it's it's the weakest part of the film, but it, I think it's what the director wanted to say the most. Hmm. I like the way you said that. Um. And, and it's and it's uh, told like you, you wouldn't have the weight of that decision and the weight of the uh like the purpose of the film without the hour and 15 minutes beforehand right of him explaining all that he had gone through before that the amount of times that he's loved other other women and like how immortality yeah that's the third rule you can't oh he you can't, can't, he can't make mortal beings immortal yeah pretty sure that's what it was so. yeah you know no that was one of the rules yeah. i don't know if we got all three of the rules exact right i know what one of them was you can't wish for more wishes mm-hmm. you can't wish to be immortal and then i can't remember if the second one you said was actually the second one it was the can't bring dead people back. i don't know if that's it might not have been but it definitely... i can't remember if that it, i can't remember if that is what it was or not yeah but or some variation or whatever but yes usually one it, one of the three rules is you can't wish for someone to love you and that's mm-hmm. not and that's like the whole point of this movie <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i think the like that's what he wanted to like that's what the director wanted to show mm-hmm. was that even though like in this world a genie can like make that wish technically come true, yeah. it's still like it's still not a pure. It, love. It's still not real love. Like yeah. even though you wished for it, and it and like the genie Jen does love her, mm-hmm. it still isn't like she still knows it's not real because she asked for it. Yeah. 
And, and so, she has a whole speech about that. Yeah, and I and so like that's the weakest part of the film because it's cliche and it becomes like a like a romance thing. Yeah. Uh, and they played with the particle stuff, which I think was interesting. Yeah. That was an interesting part about uh, what a god slash djinn is. Mm-hmm. Because, like, uh, most movies about gods, they're just immortal beings. Yeah. This has some sort of actual flesh and finitity, mm-hmm. if that's a word, yeah. Yeah. to them. Finiteness, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which was interesting. Yeah. Um. Uh, and we see the extent yeah. of that. We see him kind of struggling to stay alive at one point, and which was kind of interesting. Yeah, the way that happened. But, yeah. yeah. Um, and so like that was. I think that's what the the director wanted the purpose to be. Yeah. Just to show that like love is something that like can't. Even if you're allowed to wish it, it mm-hmm. still isn't. It still isn't authentic. Yeah. 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 I want to talk about the editing a little bit. Okay. Um, what did you think of like the title cards? Um, the only one I remember, if I'm being honest, was there was one later on that was really weird. Yeah, was it the one where it was like stage one, um, mist or something? Stage oh. two. Yeah, they had developed. like two. They had two back to back. Yeah, that felt. And also, like, it didn't make any... Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm starting... Like I said, we watched this a week yeah, ago. Right. <laughs> no, they didn't make sense to the story. Yeah. Uh, uh, it made sense that they were told, mm-hmm. because it made sense for the film as a whole, but they didn't need to be there specifically. Yeah. I like it later on, where it's in her journal. Right. That would have just made more sense if when, like, you see her journal and she's making this book. Because mm-hmm. the whole time, she's technically... Which I guess I don't understand because the very beginning, the very first scene, she's writing a story about falling in love with a genie. Mm -hmm. And I assume that that was a story that we saw, but she goes to this place and that's when she finally sees this genie. I didn't think about the beginning of the film until just now. I don't even remember that part. She's on the plane. Yeah. And she's like writing on her notebook. Oh, we, that's, I think that's a flash. I think it, I think that that specific part is out of place because we see her on the plane in the same outfit later when she's with when she's with him. But then she lands and she lands and gets out of the plane and then that like weird goddess thing. Yeah. Not goddess, but like a the little imp thing. Yeah, and then yeah. she's with this random guy. I think then, that might have been if I had to take a guess, I don't particularly care for the editing in this movie. And I, I wonder okay. if that's part of it is maybe it's just a, it was a bad editing. Like or maybe w- it was a, a a flash forward. Yeah. And it was supposed to be you don't know that's a flash forward until you get to the end and of the film. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Which in and, that and, case. It, and it, maybe like I didn't notice that she was wearing different set of clothing when she mm-hmm. was walking around the airport. Yeah. Then what she was. Yeah. I, I would not. I did not catch that. And I would not catch that unless I watched the movie 12 times. It's like, <laughs> right. Wait a second. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I think and I know, yeah, like I said, I think that if that's the case and I think that's some not great editing. But uh, well, the reason I brought the flash, the title cards is that was the big one. The the like when it's describing the stages of materialization for the gen. Yeah. I didn't mind them so much when it was like prefacing one of the stories when it would be like, you know, the the 
the bride who knew too much or whatever the third one was and yeah yeah i didn't mind that so much i still feel like they were kind of misplaced like i don't yeah. feel no, like they were needed i think they were 100 percent misplaced yeah now, thinking back on this movie i do find it to be a little uh sexist kind of mm, in nature because yeah. you have uh you have your first you have the goddess mm-hmm. who just Sheba, yeah. Yeah, who just doesn't give a shit about someone that cares for her. Yeah. And just wants dick. <laughs> kind yeah. of. Yeah. Like that whole story was weird. But more importantly, you have the person well, I guess okay, your first two women just want dick. <laughs> Uh, but the main, uh, the main is why I'm oh, saying. Oh yeah, because the second one, she wants the, the prince. prince. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess the main uh, reason why I think it may be a little sexist is because you have uh, our two main characters for real. I can't. Well, I guess the that one prince is kind of. But anyways, the the woman uh, that's the uh, wife mm-hmm. that's knows everything. Yeah, you have. Like our two main females, both are extremely, like, above. Like I don't know, like the top point zero one percent of intellectual beings yeah. on the earth. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you have and you have both of them fall in love. Like, and I don't know. I'm not being able to articulate. Well, like the they, reason. yeah, the first Sheba, she he spends a long time talking about how she's like this most beautiful, most desired woman yeah. in all the land. But she, but it's very girl boss, and it's very she doesn't need anybody. Yeah. And then, and he even says something like, "I didn't like there was no way she would have fallen for this guy." Um, and then she does, yeah. and it's kind of like, well, wh- and then she, yeah, it she just tosses him aside like he's nothing. Um. Yeah, I, I get I get where you're coming yeah, from. Okay, I was like, I feel like I'm not able to say, it and because I'm just now. It's also twelve ten or twelve fifteen. In the yes, night. <laughs> and and I'm just now putting that all together because yeah. I I really enjoyed the story of uh, Jen and I the, guess I don't know the the quote. She's not a slave, but she is basically a slave to her husband. Yeah, she's uh, one of many wives, three wives. Yeah. I really enjoyed that story. I think it had a like a stupid ending. Yeah. Of them fighting and he would just put himself in the bottle cuz the stop fighting. Yeah. Um I felt like every other end of the story made sense. Yeah. I felt like that one didn't. Mm. Uh Yeah, and we also don't get an answer to that question. He says uh when he sells uh Alethea. What a dumb name. Um, when he sells her that bottle, she's like, Is it authentic? And he's like, Well, you can tell if it's authentic because of the blood specks within the glass from the lungs of the creator. Yeah. And then we see we see the the container where it comes from and it he did then dude just bought her all these bottles and it's like so is it just garbage <laughs> or like <laughs> what is it i don't and i i think that the special thing with it is like oh that that's what has the gin in it but we don't get a really like there's no backstory or anything on yeah i remember although i will say i remember waiting to see it cuz he he's in like a like a brass 
like a small brass jar and then i think he's in something else and then he finally gets put into that um that glass blown thing yeah i thought three thousand years didn't seem like enough yeah because although that's like well because the first the first time took two point five oh it took yeah two and a half thousand years yeah and then he got opened three more times or two or three more times within a 400 year period yeah but yeah you're right that first time he gets put in he's in there forever yeah and then he gets put in the exact same spot Mm -hmm. and then is found within 100 years yeah so i thought well i guess maybe it's just with technology but also i don't know yeah but the whole reason why he was in there in the first place i thought was uh really stupid Mm -hmm. and uh did not like that at all Mm. a human being able to just trap a gin because he was a cook i guess and watching the person he loves sleep with a human i didn't think he was watching well he was like behind a pillar or something wasn't he yeah and then he like makes a noise and the human like speaks something and just traps Mm. him in the jar yeah i feel like that's a very speaks of power word or yeah. something like that yeah i feel like that's stupid yeah i you know i feel like that was just a bad plot point like we need to get him in this thing yeah and he's a he's a well and i thought he was going to keep him for himself i didn't realize it, he just tosses him out yeah. the window like it's, it's and supposed then, to be like he's like he doesn't give a shit he's yeah tossing away like trash or something but yeah i just didn't i just did not like yeah, that. if you know what he is and you know enough to trap him yeah. then and you're getting all these like helps help and getting all this help and stuff yeah yeah i agree and like that was the worst fucking sex i've ever seen in my life <laughs> for so being, basic <laughs> like the sheba and yeah, yeah. like for all that build-up like i think it, she rode for like four seconds and yeah. then they heard the noise from Jin. yeah and then he traps them and then like they didn't go back to having sex they just like yeah cut i'm like Sheba, like that's, you're this like, you're literally the pinnacle of a beauty attraction yeah, and says, beauty yeah. and whatever, and like, <laughs> that's it, that's it, like so no head. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird, yeah. That like, and like obviously we see later on the movie is not gonna shy away from sex, right? So like. Oh, it was a weird. I'm just like I said. A lot of this movie, I'm just now thinking of the actual finite details of it, and yeah. that just does not make sense. That like we were leading up to this point for quite a while. Yeah, that was the the climax mm-hmm. of uh, the first story. No pun intended. No, there was definitely pun intended. <laughs> um, that was the climax of the first story, yeah. and like it was. And I, I'm curious. Well, I'm trying. I was trying to justify it in my head a little bit by by thinking, well, he is telling the story, and it's from his perspective. So, like, he doesn't know what happens after he gets put back in the bottle. But he goes on to describe everything that happens when he's inside the bottle. Yeah. And like they, leg- like he legit, like the the dude, mm-hmm. like just like they stop. Yeah, they're they stop sex to like they stop their love craft. Yeah, to like oh yeah, let me. Push you in the bottle. I'm gonna throw you out the window, and then we're gonna like cuddle. So like he was obviously yeah. over. Maybe he just he just needs that he needs that uh aftercare, man. He's like, hey, look, I might be the one pump chump, but I need those cuddles after. 
don't know, just weird. <laughs> weird, weird, weird choice, I guess. Yeah, is yeah. is all I'm saying. Right for the most beautiful woman. I also didn't think they were actually going to show her face. Oh yeah, I also because it's it's hard to when when you're setting up mm-hmm. like the pinnacle of beauty. Yeah, to put that like I don't care who you put there. Uh, it's just it's that's so much pressure on a person to mm-hmm. like be setting someone up as the pinnacle of beauty. Yeah, because now everyone's gonna shit on you because like not every like beauty is a s- subjective thing. Yeah. Um, and now the whole point of her is that this is the objective mm-hmm. face of beauty, but it's a movie. She is not the. Ob- objective face of beauty yeah so she is a subjective face of beauty and now you're putting her up for this de- debate basically yeah, yeah. and so like i kind of wish that they would have kept it a secret yeah and, and that's just kind of a thing to filmmakers like it's okay to leave things to the imagination yeah. you did not have to see her face yeah you could have just showed body and i don't even mean naked body i just mean yeah. like you could have just shown from the back so yeah, without the face and just show hand gestures or something. Yeah, whatever. And they did that until like there was a moment where they decided to show, to show her face. face. Yeah, yeah. It was and very I, deliberate. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I honestly wish they didn't. And that's a very small part of it. This is we're really hanging. I'm <laughs> really, really hanging up on that <laughs> yeah. very small part. But um, t- yeah, I guess to move on. Uh, first, uh, before we get too much farther, the soundbite stuff was all about the uh, the locking the. Uh, second prince in the sex cage with the fat women. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. Uh, which was a bit that I don't know if really paid off enough. Yeah, for the story. Uh, I thought the Mad King thing was done well. I yeah. don't know if the fat prince. Yeah, the like the, the baby prince. Oh, baby prince, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean that just like he's helpless. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he is yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think that bit paid off well enough for it to be there for so long. Yeah. Um, but I really like the mad prince. Yeah. Uh the war torn the war thirsty. Yes. Or bloodthirsty. Especially was like and I think it was supposed to be a discussion on like how kids at that age were thrusted into these positions yeah and it warps their mind and yeah. i and i liked that and i thought he was a good that he was a good character and a good story to be told and i thought he was gonna get the lamp the bottle whatever it is yeah, i thought yeah. he was gonna get it at some point yeah but nope yeah who did end up doing that last one, of, one of the dude's concubines lands on what the she, yeah i know that but yeah uh, she, but she didn't wish for anything right i think she she got scared or she yeah or something oh yeah he he because she start, finds it and she puts him back in the bottle and he freaks out and i don't remember what she does with it after that because yeah. the next that's person that's in possession of is The next, her, and I can see her. It's, I can see her finding it in my it's head. It's the wife. Yeah, and I can see her finding it in my head. I just don't remember how or she, where she, she finds it. She yells it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, she gets gifted it by her husband. Right. Um, okay. Uh, and I think it was given to him by, like, because he was a famous merchant. Right. So he, it was probably given to him as a gift. Fish. It gets yeah. dropped in. 
She says, I wish you were in the bottom of the ocean. Ah. And then a fish. Yeah. And that's why I said that it doesn't make any sense how it, like, that one only took, like, a hundred years for yeah. it to be found. That doesn't quite make sense. Right. Uh, but I really like, uh, I, I think we need to get a move on. I really oh, like. No, 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 no. It's totally fine. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, I do really like uh, all the stuff he said at the beginning about, like, those 2,500 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the very beginning. he uh, like, Bartering. Um, or like just coping with being in the bottle. Yes, yeah. and like you, like you lie to yourself, and like you, you pray to all the gods that you could possibly think of, mm-hmm. and like all of that. Like I thought, all twenty five hundred years is it's a long time. <laughs> it's unfathomable. Yes, man. yes, that is the right word. It is unfathomable for us mortal beings to comprehend. Yeah. Um, if you were to live. 10 years in a bottle like that would feel like an eternity yeah 2500 years would you you would go mad oh yeah and like and i think they they and show think that they very show, well yes that even that he's still a little bit on edge from it a hundred percent yeah um the only thing i don't like is that he falls in love so fast and is able to do mm-hmm. and that's why i don't like the bottle stuff yeah he's willing to put himself back in a bottle when he like if you've been alive if you were in a bottle for 2,500 years and then you were alive for... I'd be like, get that away from me! Well, then you're alive for like 50 years. Yeah. Even a visible. That's mm-hmm. better than being in a bottle. Yeah. And then like you get thrown back in the bottle in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. And then you live and you fall in love with someone for, uh, I don't know, like 10 years or whatever. Yeah. Um, You still have that like... uh conception of time yeah of like oh like i'm not gonna possibly put myself in the position of being in a bottle for another three thousand possible years so that's why i didn't like the the bottle i feel like they could have done something different and uh uh, it definitely like they were right there they with the uh i wish i didn't know you yeah you literally could have just had that same exact line and that just throws him right back in a bottle yeah like he didn't have to like put himself in there and then have it happen the only reason why i think it may uh, also i think that was a uh, continuity error as well yeah every single time someone made a wish he had to consciously do the wish Mm -hmm. except for that time Mm. she's she said it and she immediately forgot yeah. That was the only time where someone wished and it immediately happened. And it seems like some of his wishes were like he had he had, he had to, to like put work it. in to yeah. do it. Yeah, it wasn't just like a magic. And it was switch. almost every single one. Uh huh. It wasn't like and like it, yeah, because she was just for knowledge, and he spends time teaching her. Yeah, and I think it was supposed to be like now she has like a uh, a get like yeah some kind of magical yeah to be able to attain yeah attain yeah. this knowledge. Um, so it's obviously still a magical wish, yeah. but something had to be done. It wasn't like a normal, just let me, there had to be an equivalent exchange. Not quite. Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> it was an equivalent, an equivalent, an equivalent, unequivocal. No, and unequivocal is a different word. It was an une- non-equal, un- unequal, unequal, unequal exchange. exchange. Yeah. yeah. Um, stinking English. They were using a, st- a philosopher's stone. Oh. Hopefully they weren't homunculi. <gasps> Maybe that's what the gin was. Probably. 
Confirmed. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. 3,000 years of longing. Same universe. <laughs> um, uh, that that was that did feel really inconsistent at the time of watching, and mm-hmm. I still feel like it kind of does. Now, the only thing that I think would make it kind of consistent was uh, the our main character that we talked a little about, but also doesn't really feel like a main character except for the very beginning and the very end. Mm-hmm. Uh, talks about how Genie's trick. Yeah. And so, like, once you wish something, like, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it doesn't even explain that, like, those happen instantly. It could just be like a, I wish this, as, like, a, like you force someone to say, I wish this. Yeah. It's like, well, you wished it. I'm going to make it happen. It still doesn't have to happen with the snap of a finger. It could happen huh. with a, I, well, you told me to do this. <laughs> like, I'm going to do it. That was your wish. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I did not like that. Uh, specifically the whole that whole thing because i also really liked her character i enjoyed that yeah even if it felt a little like it felt a little mary sue but then it was also like she wished for it as well so like kind of it was a ultra smart woman thing like creating inventions of like the most famous yeah he calls her he calls her the leonardo da vinci of her time yeah yeah um, but then there was also obviously some outside play into it. So yep. yeah, like it makes sense that you're a Mary Sue because you wished for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny. He, he says, uh, she quickly became his favorite wife because the gin had been with her and she had mastered the art of Lovecraft and all she did was just like lead back on him one time or something like that. And he was like, this is incredible. It was, that was, that was funny. But yeah, those scenes were hard to watch. Yeah, I agree for sure. Purposefully. Uh, I, I'd be interested to watch this again. I don't I'd know be, if I'll watch it again. Well, just because I remember, so she talks about her imaginary friend that she created from when she was yes. young. Yes. Yeah. And then the djinn, I think, says something along the lines of, like, here I am, or something like that. He does. Yeah. So, I'm curious. So, like, is that anything? Is it just... Is he saying it ironically? Well, she she saw these, like, beings Mm -hmm. throughout, like, before she found the genie. Okay. So, I think that's kind of a piece of it. Okay. And then also, I kind of wish they left it open-ended, mm-hmm. and they didn't. Yeah. But I had a piece of me that wished, because she was, she was writing this book. She was writing him again, yeah. And, and drawing this thing, and, and she had this moment. Up. She had this moment of, like, I did this once already, and the second that I, like, was insecure about my, like, belief, mm-hmm. and I... Like decided to throw this away because it was silly. Because she started having that second guess, yeah, of like, is this silly that I believe that this thing that only I could see, that like she made all these wishes that like didn't really make a drastic change mm-hmm. on anybody's life. So like, yeah, if she had wished, she had wished that she had, you know, twelve trillion dollars. Like obviously, like okay, well this obviously happened because now I have twelve trillion dollars yeah. and. I didn't 12 seconds ago, but she wished for love and... Uh, for him to talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, like... Uh, yeah. Um, 
I I kind of wish that that was open ended. Yeah. Of like a is this in her mind? Right. Um. Because she has no one. Yeah. Um. But they definitely. So I I like that they solidify that it's not just in her mind. Yeah. But I also would have enjoyed that discussion of is this movie saying it's all in her mind? I would probably have won on the side of no. Yeah. But I think it would have left a really cool, like stamp on the movie yeah also a quick this is kind of the last little quick thing i have okay um you remember so when she's when she's giving the speech at that at that convention um she sees the middle eastern looking god looking thing yeah yeah, yeah. he's in audience yeah 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 with queen of sheba Mm -hmm. so which was interesting i i don't know if that's just because it's like the genie like or keeps trying to get out yeah trying to get out and like he can only like maybe use his i I don't know but it's just his friends yeah there's something there's stuff that's like just not explained that just kind of is interesting to think about i just felt like she always had this connection to this world yeah and that's and the storytelling like bit Mm -hmm. was used often and well yeah um and i think that may have been a piece of it yeah um, because the genie was one of st- storytelling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I guess we'll get into ratings. Yeah, and I know we didn't really talk about the ending, but we talked about it last week quite a bit, um, how we felt about like the third act when they go back to London. We talked about it last week? Remember, we went, we did uh, the movie for last week, oh. and then we talked about Beast and this. Oh, briefly. I didn't know that we talked about this briefly. Yeah. Oop. <laughs> Oops, that's all right. We we get we went in more depth with this. Um, ratings. I this is a four. I had to really. I I think the the stuff that I don't I didn't care for as much or I found weaker. Um, I think the storytelling aspects make up for it quite a bit. I really really enjoyed that those parts. Um, I I put it. At a three, and that's an enjoyable three, yeah. uh, and something that I had fun watching. Um, but it's definitely not a rewatchable movie at all, mm-hmm. in in my opinion. Uh, glad that I watched it, and I had fun watching it. A lot more fun than I thought I was going to have. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I don't know if this is something that's super rewatchable. And, um, yeah, kind of drug. At the end. It does, it, yeah. It didn't... Like, I could have got the point. Way earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And also, so. we, we chatted about... There's, like, three or four fade to blacks. <laughs> oh, like yeah. We thought that it would end. You, yeah, <laughs> you, you think the movie ends about three times, but wait until the fourth time you think the movie ends, and that's when it and actually it. ends. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, the, that's about it for uh, today's episode. Uh, next week, I'm looking up for you right now. I believe... I'm I'm gonna check, but I think Smile is next week. I really hope it is because I can't wait for an actual really good movie that I'm excited for. Uh, no, it's not. Oh, but it's Barbarian, and I am Woo! excited for that. I don't know nothing about that. Uh, Barbarian comes out. That is a horror movie, so we're gonna be doing a horror movie next week. Uh, so maybe we'll have Andrea on. Who knows? Yay! Um, and then the week after that, we're doing The Woman King. Uh, y'all are gonna uh, want to <laughs> tune into that because uh, I will have some heated opinions. Oh, I'm sure. Um, really heated. Opinions.
opinions. I'll do some more research to make sure my heated opinions are not false <laughs> and uh, uh, misinformation. But, uh, yeah, really excited to do a Barbarian. I saw a trailer for the first time. I saw a lot of people talking about it then saw a trailer for it very recently. And uh, it looks interesting. It's about a uh, it's a horror movie uh, with some Airbnb aspects. Uh, not quite like the rental. Um, but, a uh, yeah, it. It it could be it could be good it could be shit but it could be good, um it at least has a a decent enough premise and uh, intrigueness cool. to it. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and you guys have a good rest of your week. Bye, guys. Hey, moron! You talking to me? You talking to me? There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? <laughs> what an idiot! What do you expect? I'm the movie moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. Oh, right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> No, none taken.